This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. The BFM Breakfast Grill, connecting you to the top people and ideas. Powered by U-Mobile. 5G makes business sense. Good morning, you're listening to The Breakfast Grill. I'm Shazana Mokhtar. Construction engineering solutions provider Plytech Holdings will become the 28th IPO for Bursa Malaysia this year. They are set to list on the ACE market on the 15th of November at a price of 35 cent per share. What do they plan to do with the proceeds of the 37 million ringgit that will be raised from this listing amid a still soft construction and property sector outlook? We discuss the growth story of the firm with Yang Kian Lok, Group Managing Director of Plytech Holdings. Yang, good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Grill. Good morning, Chazana. Now, I want to start with situating Plytech in the broader Malaysian construction industry. You've been around for over two decades. You started off as a building material supplier in 1999 and then you expanded into construction engineering solutions and services around 2012. So what made you diversify into construction engineering? Okay, Shazana, I started, uh, as what you say, uh, as a building material distributor trading. So uh, at that time, uh, information uh, is not as uh, to get it so easy as compared to today. So after uh, a decade of business, I uh, tell myself I could not sustain the business without uh, a transformation. Okay, so uh, that's why from that times uh, I tell myself must invest in something which require uh, market looking forward products, you know, that is engineering, where it's very related to our construction industry. That's how uh, I started in 2012. We transformed into uh, these so-called temporary works uh, equipments, okay, and subsequent into digitalization uh, business, which is, we call it BIM, Building Information Modeling. From what I understand, you have four main business segments. You've got uh, construction method engineering or CME solutions, and that's the temporary work equipment that you uh, supply. You've got trading and distribution of building materials. You've got the digital element, digital design engineering or DDE solutions. And you also have the PC solutions, prefabricated construction solutions. I mean, that's a range of services, right? More than just supplying building materials. Yes. How does your market share compare to competitors in this space then? Actually, for Plytech group of company, we have a wide range of products. We also invest into digitalizations, okay? Uh, which uh, in the market, there is no similar peer doing the same business like us. Okay, so they make us different from our competitor. So you're saying you don't have competitors or? We have competitor, but they are doing uh, not full range as what we are doing. And they do not have a digital uh, business like our DDE. Also the building material, they do not have all this full range. So we have the advantage on the full range uh, business uh, where uh, from the beginning of the project, they already start uh, discussing with us uh, how to provide a, a, a better solution. Okay, because you have so many different services, that does give Plytech more opportunities across yes. the whole construction project, yes. right? Your prospectus did say, however, that uh, you have an estimated market share of about 0.5% in the civil engineering and specialized trade works market. I mean, does this point to just intense competition in the market? Even with all these services, you still only have a 0.5% market share. Uh, that's why uh, the purpose we go for IPO, 
okay, we want to grow our business. We're able to raise our fund. The proceed we will invest in, we will invest more in our equipment in order to capture a bigger market share. Okay, that is important. And furthermore, we want to expand our uh, Olympic plant uh, where it's able to give us a much bigger capacity, okay, to satisfy our client demand on that. Yeah. We are definitely going to get into those IPO proceed plans, but I want to dig a little bit deeper into your CME solutions business. This makes up 40% of your revenues in financial year 2022. So it is the bulk of your revenue source. Help me understand what this business activity consists of and who are your main clients? Okay, uh, for CME is regards to temporary works. Okay, to erect a permanent structure work, you require a temporary works. So this Temporary works uh, that is consists of three elements: force work, uh, form work, and assess. What is for force work? We have uh, our heavy shoring uh, force work. Uh, we have our form work, wonder tech form work, and on the assess we have the so-called SCP self climbing perimeter platform. We are the market leader for this, and you can see in the KL Town City is with the blue screen where it provides you with a safety working uh, platform for the worker and it provides, I would say, a platform which uh, improves the productivity. Mm. Means uh, there is about five or six trades of uh, works. Means carpenter, uh, rebar, concreter, a painter, you know, and it able to uh, lift up this uh, platform automatically uh, within a week. Mm. Mean per floor a week. Is yeah. this proprietary equipment? Is this solely something that uh, Plytech can sur- can supply, or is this available in the broader market? Okay, this is also available, but it's very important. Is is your service? and your design element. You require a very adequate, competent engineers who are able to design very detailed where all this building perimeter able to be enclosed by this platform. So that's what Plytech supplies you, not just the equipment, but also the services, the engineering services that go with it. Exactly. Are the same clients that contract you for CME solutions also the ones you supply building materials to, or are they separate clienteles? Yeah, we have the same clientele uh, which uh, engage us for CME, as well as DEE, as well as building material. So like I say, building material is part our our complements products, you see. And uh, further, just now when you ask me about the who's our clients, so our client consists of uh, mainly main contractors, a PLC, uh, where you can see in the city now we are involving the IJM, Sunway, uh, Fajabaru, uh, Intabena, you know. So uh, these are, I would say, uh, the client that's uh, uh, have a trust in us mm. and continue uh, giving us the repeat sales. And by virtue of what the equipment you just described, it is for multi-level buildings rather than, say, for roadworks or for dams or other yeah. types of infrastructure projects. Yeah. yeah. So I see uh, our potential is we have not gone into infrastructure, okay, or oil and gas sectors. So uh, our opportunity is still very broad. Your temporary works equipment, you have both sale and rental uh, offerings. What factors into a client's decision to either purchase or rent CME equipment? 
Okay, this is a very good question. Uh, the regulatory uh, framework has been changed the last three years. CIDB, Construction uh, Industry Development Board, uh, the last three years they have changed the total framework. They want all this temporary works equipment to be tested. Okay, to be tested, to comply to the standard required. So this testing uh, will become a burden to the contractors. For uh, Plytex 2020, uh, we have uh, sales uh, 65%, rental volume about 35%. And for 2023, it totally shifts over. Our rental sales become maybe 75 to 80%, and our sales is only 15 to 20%. So you can see all these changes totally change the industrial practice. They would like to have the uh, right engineer or right uh, designer uh, who have to be responsible for all this equipment to be proper use at the project site. And hence, then it makes sense why you're using a substantial portion of your IPO proceeds to expand and strengthen yes. CME solution segments, specifically for rental stock. 21% of it is being used for rental stock. Yes. Uh, another 21% is going to be used to set up manufacturing facilities for false work equipment. Why are you opting to produce your own false work equipment versus sourcing it from third parties? Okay. Uh, we believe in controlling the supply chains is important. Okay, this is to ensure our continuity. So that's why uh, the proceed, we also would like to uh, elevate ourselves to be part of the manufacturer. They say we source from third party, especially from China. Okay, because China always uh, have the advantage of raw material uh, where the price is very competitive. Their productions also, uh, the output is, uh, I would say, uh, much higher than us. You see, so we all depends. Okay, but uh, no matter how, uh, we would like to have investing in the manufacturing in Malaysia. Uh, it's due to we need to have some control on supply chain. I noticed that another 2 million ringgit or 5% of your IPO proceeds is going to be used to purchase software systems and hardware, both to enhance the digitalization of your operations and also to strengthen the DDE solution segment. In terms of the digitalization of your operations, how much will this reduce reliance on manual labor? because I do think that it's quite labor-intensive, the processes that you described. Will automation feature yeah. more strongly in your work yeah. processes? So uh, these two million, we will invest in ERP system, uh, as well as uh, upgrading our BIM business. Okay, the BIM, the ERP system that we are going to invest, uh, of course, they are going to improve our inventory system, our uh, accounting system, our operating system. With that, I believe our utilization of our products uh, will be improved tremendously mm. uh, due to able to real time to identify the quantity required. And the next uh, investment will be on upgrading our this uh, uh, BIM business, building information modeling. We will carefully invest in the latest technology to enhance our services. Yang, BIM hasn't been widely adopted in the industry so far, despite being introduced over a decade ago. Why do you see BIM picking up now? I would say the world already adopting this BIM. Okay, we cannot uh, get away from these uh, technologies. I would say uh, with this BIM, it's able to provide a platform for the stakeholder, including architect, uh, m and &E, CNS, and the owner to coordinate 
the projects okay in a single truth of source uh, the platform to identify identify the clashes okay to exchange the information and but if they haven't used it before why will they use it now Okay, that, that is a market trend already. The developers, uh, they're getting to know that BIM will help them improve their productivity. Improve means their, their project costs. With uh, this platform, they're able to identify all the crashes. Eventually, their project will have a more actual cost than what they want to spend. Mm. Okay, uh, or we call it, we can, or we can say uh, they build virtual then they were able to identify all the costing, you see. Mm, it's worth it to invest in using BIM in advance yes, yes. to avoid those cost uh, exactly. overruns in the future. Okay. Exactly. I'm speaking to Yang Kian Lok, Group Managing Director of Plytech Holdings. After the break, we'll discuss financials and also the outlook for the industry. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You are listening to The Breakfast Grill, brought to you by U-Mobile. 5G makes business sense. Thanks for staying tuned to The Breakfast Grill. I'm Shazana Mokhtar and with me today is Yang Kian Lok, Group Managing Director of Plytech Holdings, a construction engineering solutions company that is publicly listing on the ACE market on the 15th of November. Earlier, we discussed the main business segments of Plytech and how it intends to use its IPO proceeds. Let's now take a look at the financials of the company. Back in 2019, uh, you clocked in revenue of some 190 million ringgit, which um, has understandably declined during the pandemic years. Yeah. I think in 2022, revenue came in at about 158 million ringgit. Are you expecting to return to pre-pandemic levels in 2023 or is this still a way off? Uh, for 2023, I think uh, we are we are quite satisfied with the figure uh, of what we are doing like, as, like last year. Okay, we are happy on uh, the 2023 figure. So it's going yeah. to be 158 million ringgit. Slightly improved. Slightly okay. improved. Yeah. You recorded a gross profit of 42 million ringgit in 2022. Are you on track to achieve the same this year? Uh, slightly improved on the gross profit. Yeah. Slightly improved. Yeah. We are happy on that figure. Okay. Yeah. So you are seeing slight improvements yes. both on the top and bottom lines of sorts. Let's talk about your third quarter numbers, Yang. How is Plytech performing as we lead up to your IPO? Okay, our third quarter figure, I would say, uh, is quite a similar as compared to 2020, okay? For the PAT and for the revenue, it's quite uh, equal. And uh, like I say, uh, we are quite happy with this figure. We are achieving around uh, 9.6 million uh, is uh, at uh, end of September for this year. In P yeah. in terms of PAT? Uh, or? Yes, in terms of PAT, yeah, about 9.6 million. Uh. But I did notice that your margins have been declining from 2021 to 2022. Your profit before tax margins fell from almost 12% in 2021 to 10% in 2022. I mean, what accounts for this margin compression? Are you still seeing margins um, narrowing uh, moving forward? The margin, I would say, uh, is comparative. Uh, but of course, with all the resources we have, we are able to see our growth for the next two or three years. What are the cost pressures? How are you managing the costs, right? Is it is the biggest cost pressure coming from your labor costs or is it from the materials costs? Uh, okay, the, the more important thing is the utilization of the equipment. 
currently we are utilization is about 75%. We are trying to improve up to 85% of the utilization. Okay, secondly is the process of the refurbishment. The efficiency of the process of the equipment mm. is very important. So with the new plant coming out, we able to we able to manage well the efficiency of the output. Okay. okay, that's important on that. Yeah. So the new plant will help facilitate perhaps refurbishing faster. Exactly. So that it can yeah. turn over faster. Yes. Your order book, it currently stands at 75.5 million ringgit for 2023 and 2024. That's only two times your annual revenue for 2022. How much visibility do you have on the replenishment of this order book? Okay, you see, our order book always is around three months to 12 months. We are not like contractor. The order book is three years or four years. Okay, so, uh, our order book is three months to twelve months. Uh, of course, we have our tender books or our leads, uh, uh, which is more than hundred one million. And this can be uh, uh, normally this will be easily turned into our order books. What's your win rate in terms of tenders? I would say our win rate is always around thirty to forty percent. If we take a look at geographically where your revenue comes from, 97% of your revenue is from the Malaysian market. How much of that is derived between Peninsular Malaysia and East Malaysia? Uh, at this moment, I think uh, 90, like I say, 95 or 97% is uh, mainly in the Klang Valley. Okay, okay. Klang Valley. So I would say uh, this is about equipment, renting equipment. So the location is very important. Okay, but of course, uh, we are looking into uh, East Malaysia very soon. Yeah. In what ways are you looking to East Malaysia? Because I presume supplying equipment to East Malaysia isn't very cost uh, effective. Uh, current, you. yeah. Currently, we uh, get engaged by the SEDC Sarawak to drive them toward industrialization and digitalization. Okay, toward the smart city. So uh, our team will be go over there very soon. At the same time. Uh, our CME, Construction Method Engineering, will also follow. So yeah. really uh, leveraging on the digitalization exactly. aspect of your business. Yeah. Uh, I suppose this also explains your recent foray into Eastern Europe because uh, you recently announced a deal to provide CME and DDE services for a property project in Hungary uh, amounting to about 1.1 yes. million ringgit. Why have you gone so far afield? Do you have to go all the way to Europe uh, in order to get these types of contracts? Uh, this... Contact actually is part of the uh, exhibition involved in Munich, all this contact. Huh? So uh, that's how hungry people look at a Plytech group of company, able to also drive them toward uh, industrialization and digitalization. So they see the benefit that Plytech group can bring over to them, you see. Was it more of a luck thing? You met the right people at these exhibitions and then it turns out that we could make a deal out of it rather say, than actively looking for European deals? No, actually, the exhibition always uh, allow us to meet some right clients. You see? So exhibition is always important to, to us. But in that sense, how much are you looking to grow your overseas revenue share? I mean, it's, right now it's in the single digits. Are you looking to expand your presence in uh, different geographical regions? Yeah, of course, we will see the opportunity at the right time. We will, we will try to uh, expand our business overseas, definitely. That is one of our objectives. Okay. Yeah. If we look at the outlook for the industry, Yang, the outlook for the construction sector, for the property sector, it still remains quite soft. I guess what's going to drive your business moving forward? Okay, you see, uh, product and services is very important. Similar like developer, they are also very challenging. Product and the location, 
also important to a developer in order to sustain them. So similar to our industry, the product and services is important. You see, so we believe we are able to sustain our business. It due to first our product, we have a wide range of uh, equipment to rent to our customer service. We have a competence uh, uh, engineering team. We able to optimize the design where it will give a competitive price for the construction's uh, uh, cost. Okay, and also very important is uh, the back end. Uh, 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 factories, ah, uh, the refurbished factory where we have a 20 acre land in Ola Lumpur. Ah, uh, that's able to for us to improve our uh, capacity, uh, where uh, we are able to satisfy our client demands. Yeah, you can have all these fantastic offerings, Yang, but yeah. if the sector itself is not growing, yeah. if contracts aren't being made, if there's no new launches, yeah. that's not going to help your business in any case, right? Okay, you see, like I say, developer when they have a good location, good group product, they are still selling very well. You see, like Bukit Kiara here, the Saimdabi cases, Saimdabi projects, we are doing their job. The location and the products, you know, is very important. That's why I say product and services by Plytech is very important. So we are confident that we are able to sustain our business. Let's take a look ahead. Gong Day for Plytech is going to be 15th of November. Yep. You're listing at 35 cent per share for a market capitalization of 212 million ringgit. Now, I understand the company is valued at about 15.5 times its price earnings ratio. Why should investors consider Plytech if they want to go into the construction play, considering that there are other bigger names like Gamuda or Kerjaya Prospect that have comparable PEs? You see the the resources uh, that we have, the wide range of products we have, the full wide range, and the uh, refurbishment uh, uh, factory we have, and the competence of this engineering team we have, and the beam this digitalization business we have, and as well as our brand, the trust. Uh, so. Uh, I would say this is a good choice uh, for them to continue engaging us because we are their right partner to bring them to business success and also sustain the growth. Yang, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you, Shazana. I've been speaking to Yang Kian Lok, Group Managing Director of Plytech Holdings. This has been the Breakfast Grill on BFM eighty nine point nine. The BFM Breakfast Grill brought to you by U Mobile. Five G makes business sense. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.